Welcome, everybody, to the Uncaged Mindset Podcast. I am so excited today because I have with me as my guest a multi-talented artist, a true artist in every sense of the word, and she is using her talents as a screenwriter, a makeup artist, and now a prop master to make the world an even more beautiful place to live. (laughs) Please welcome my first guest today, Nikki Hicks. Hello. <laughs> ah, thank you. Hi. I'm already blushing from this side of the phone. <laughs> thank you, friend. Uh, you know, I try to offer a blush. <laughs> you know, a, a blushation kind of helps the uh, the podcast go well. How are you doing today? I'm amazing. How are uh, you? Yeah. I'm alive it, uh, during this COVID-19 time. During this pandemic, I'm alive. I'm healthy. I've got a lot to be grateful for. The sun is shining it's a beautiful day today so yes i'm i'm great how are you Heck yes i'm i'm doing well likewise i think the best way to get through this crazy time right now is to just stay positive which is so mm-hmm. difficult to do i think so today you know woke up the sun is shine shining it's freaking stunning and uh it's may day so happy oh day. you're right <laughs> you know, i'm waiting for the the, the end sync memes to come out right now <laughs> it's gonna be exactly (laughs) I can't believe like (laughs) I know that I've gotten through this part of the morning without even seeing that which is pretty crazy um but that's great yeah I do want to spend some time talking about staying positive during this pandemic and and, you know definitely want to want to be able to have that discussion today um but first let's start with like we met we, we've known each other for a few years. I remember how, we, I think I remember mm-hmm. how we met. Do you remember how we met? Oh my gosh. Um, I know we met on set, right? We did. We, we, okay. A, a horror film set as we like to do. We like to make horror. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure it was something bloody gory and, crazy (laughs) because i first i first met your dad okay uh Uh on the set of my film serena waits and chris that was the first day that i met them they came and did like some final blood and gore scenes for the like the final scenes of that movie so i met them on the last day of filming and then that's right and then we went on to do um passing the stone yes were you on set that day I was on set that day. I was sculpting for y'all and uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> wow. So like that's that was a fun one. I'm, 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 I'm guessing that's where we met. I because I, I met your yes. brother that day that, that same day as well. Yes. Yes. All right. So tell everybody, obviously, who everyone who's listening <laughs> are, you know, our, our two <laughs> listeners, <laughs> which are us. You know, you are obviously from a from a special effects uh, family. You really are an artist family. How did all that come about? Mm-hmm. So uh, it all started really when uh, with my dad. Um, that's the bottom line. He he's definitely instilled. Uh, it started with reading. So he's instilled a lot of reading with us. And ever since I was at a you know, young age, and uh, this probably sounds crazy, but uh, I started reading Stephen King books in grade school. Um, mm. <laughs> I've always been kind of one of those uh, ahead of the, the game readers. 
And, you know, goosebumps got pretty tiresome after a while. Mm -hmm. So I started reading Stephen King at a young age and for lack of a better statement, became, you know, inspired by him. And uh, growing up, you know, Halloween was such a big thing for us. So my dad would, you know, always do like creepy, gory costumes. And we're always super into it because we're all into horror. We're all into Stephen King. We're all into scary movies and scary stories. So I would try to come up every year with a super scary costume to scare people with uh, for Halloween. And mind you, this is grade school. So my dad would get up early in the morning and do special effects makeup on me. I'd show up to school as a bloody burn victim or with like a nail through my head. And like, <laughs> um, Yeah, crazy stuff. Um, so I think my love for makeup and special effects really started at like, you know, super young age, maybe nine years old. Um, and it just grew from there. I, uh, went into a, uh, musical theater middle school and I studied musical theater there and behind the scenes theater makeup. Um, and then scene with high school, actually, it's funny. I went to a science magnet high school, but then I, uh, really was in the musical theater program there as well. So makeup's just always been a big, you know, passion of mine, either, you know, front of the line or behind the scenes. You, who did the, so when you were in grade school, first of all, that's fascinating. I love, I love hearing that. that yeah. you grew up with Stephen. <laughs> that's amazing. That is like the, the dream childhood, you know? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> Especially for us horror people. Oh God, <laughs> and, so, okay. So I didn't move past goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that. No judgment. Stephen, no judgment. Who, uh, who put the nail in your head for the for the costume? My dad. My dad did all of that. Wow. If anybody needs a nail in their head, yeah. I mean, this entire family is capable I... of creating a very lifelike <laughs> nail. You know. Yeah. And once you have one in your head, you didn't know that you needed it. <laughs> yeah. And you know that. You... <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> exactly. And then you realize you just need more. You can't stop getting nails in your head yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah. And you were also in Guys and Dolls, correct? I was. I was in Guys and Dolls. I was in Greece. Oh. Um, yeah. It's just, so, it just so your vibe. You've got that rockabilly bot vibe, you know, that greaser vibe, <laughs> which is really, really awesome. And uh, yes, yes. it sounds like you were just exposed to so much. Yeah. Definitely, definitely exposed to a lot um, at a young age. And I'm so thankful for that. I mean, I, I feel like some parents would kind of frown upon, you know, introducing their children to such mm -hmm. like diverse things at such a young age. But I'm so thankful. I feel like it's definitely uh, sculpted me to be the person I am today. Oh, I love sure. that you said sculpted. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's really huge to have that family support, you know, and, and so many people, you know, th th part of the reason I created this podcast was um, to have these discussions about breaking free, you know, that's why it's, it's called Uncaged Mindset yes. Podcast. And, and uh, because I know that, you know, having that, that uh, time in your life where you can break free to follow your bliss or your passion, and 
you know, really, it really is a powerful moment for people when they come into their own. It really changes their lives. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and one of those roadblocks for a lot of my friends is, is having that family support or, or having a judgment from the outside world saying, you can't do this. No, you need to have a regular nine to five job or no, you know, uh, yeah, paint and, and arts and crafts is fine when you're five years old. You know, adults don't do right. that. But you were surrounded by a, by a very artistic family who pretty much I was, said there are yeah. no limits. Really, that's that's exactly how it was. And um, I mean, there were don't get me wrong. Of course, there were obstacles with family. Uh, You know, I there were some points where, you know, we talked to each other and they're like, is this is this how you're going to live your life? Is this how you're going to make money? Where are you going to make money? Like and that was that was also a big thing. Like I I, uh, moved out at a really early age and something that fueled me was like, how am I going to get by? how am I going to do this? And, you know, after a lot of struggle, I realized I'm really happy just being creative. And if that means I'm not going to be rich someday or wealthy, I mean, what is rich or wealthy? Mm. I, in my book, rich or wealthy is being happy and having a lot of love and support. So if I'm living in a, you know, shoebox, but I'm still freaking doing what I'm loving. I think that's what matters. Oh, most. preach. Amen. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I <laughs> love that. Yes. Being happy you know, within yourself. That is success. And Absolutely. I, I love that you say that because that, that is the question, right? Like, well, don't you want to be successful? It's like, well, like define what that even means because what is success? Exactly, exactly. Exactly. If you wake up in the morning and do what you love to do and are happy within your soul, then that is success because I don't, I mm-hmm. can't understand, you know, a multimillionaire who, um, who has a beautiful, beautiful home, who has a beautiful family, uh, who has, you know, tons of, of, of things is running an empire, but has no time to live. No, you know, no time exactly. to actually live the life that they created. I, I don't see that as, I don't, I don't define that as success. In fact, I feel like that's, again, that's being trapped. It's trapped by an old mindset says, do these yes. things and be caged up. Yes, exactly. And, and key word or words, old mindset. Mm. I feel like a lot of our generation, especially um, like the millennials and stuff, we're growing up being trained and instilled that the only way you're success- successful is if you have a big house, mm-hmm. if you have that white picket fence, if you have a huge you know, bank account, but it's like, well, exactly. That's, that's a cage mindset. Where does that get you? Are you going to be happy in the long run? Are you going to be in it? This might sound morbid, but sitting on your deathbed, you know, mm-hmm. on your last days and thinking to yourself, like, I really wish I would have just followed this dream instead of being where I am now, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's a big fear of mine, like, not being able to pursue what I love the most. Wow. That's, uh, uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, disclose something that nobody knows uh, because these are private conversations. But since I was part of this private conversation, I'm just going to disclose it. So Nikki yeah. and I, you know, we've had, you know, Zoom calls, uh, you know, with our, with our other bestie, Jennifer Nango, who was my first guest on this podcast. Yeah. And Nikki, <laughs> Nikki was, uh, you, you probed us and asked us what our biggest fears were. And yeah. I remember us kind of we, we actually got really deep that night because I didn't want to say something that was really general. Um, so I, I 
expressed a fear that I had in that moment that had just had happened to me and didn't realize how scary it was. And, and now you just, you told us what your fear was right now mm-hmm. <laughs> on my podcast, yeah. which is, which is <laughs> you're afraid of like kicking yourself, you know, for not doing or trying something and wondering what would have happened if I didn't do that. Exactly. That's, that's a huge yeah. fear to live, you know, to basically, you know, be on your deathbed, you know, wondering if you actually lived your life. And Nikki, you are such an inspiration to me. I mean, the way oh, Charles. You, 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 really, no. you, know, you really are. <laughs> and I honestly, I'm always inspired when I'm around you and your husband, Chris Hicks, which we haven't talked about him on this podcast yet. Chris is, uh, Chris is also part of the family, literally part of the family business. Um, one, yes. yes. One of the other co-creators of, of, of Chronic's Effects which will, I want you all to follow Chronics Effects and all the social media. And yes, please. Yeah, special effects house. <laughs> They're a special effects house. And he also uh, does props as well. Yes, he's, he's an actual prop fabricator and technician. So he does all the mechanical stuff and wiring and uh, like even computer en- engineering where he makes his own uh, like raspberry pies and he, he, uh, I forget the word. He, uh, he makes things work, really. <laughs> you know? yeah. he's, he's the big brain guy. Well, you complement each other very well because you each have strengths. Oh. Yeah, you each have strengths. And, and together you're a force. All of you, um, you know, it, it's really crazy because I know that whenever I'm working with, with all of you together, I'm going to get something different than if I worked with one of you individually because you each bring a different magic, right? So like, it's really interesting because as, as a unit, y'all, y'all bring a, a combined game, but individually, I know that it's gonna have your mark on it. You know what I mean? I know that it's gonna mm-hmm. have like Nikki's mark on it if she was the one doing the effects this day or, or Chris was because you each are able to like leave your signature. Um, but you're also really, really easy to work with, which is why everyone should be hiring you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank and you. <laughs> when I, yes. So when I wanted to do my first film, which I was scared to death, uh, uh, finally stepping in as a director on my film Nightshade, I was freaked out about it. But, you know, you don't grow if you don't do something uncomfortable or scary. So I decided to do it. Um, and I reached out to you and Chris and uh, you offered to do the, the, the props for my film, yes. for my witch, right? You gave it a very uh, steampunk steampunk look. Uh, my lamp, which was a very essential part of my horror film, like rotated <laughs> and uh, had uh, had that eerie kind of, um, where, where it's got like the moon shapes and the stars, the galaxy kind yes. of lamp. You guys created that out of like nothing. It was insane. And it really it brought my so film fun. to life. Oh, thank you for doing it. To this day, I'm so grateful because you helped me oh to my gosh, realize yeah. my dream. And make it my was dream an absolute true. blast. And I'm glad we could help. You know, we're, we're honored to be able to help you make your dream come true, Charles. Oh. Well, thank, thank you so much, Nikki. So I want to ask you, like, how are you? Um, so in this pandemic, you know, how is this pandemic uh, impacting your ability to create or stay creative right now? It's it's impacting it greatly, and I, I'm. It's all about finding balance, you know. In the beginning, I I really had a tough time to be honest. Um, I am a really big mental health advocate, um, and so I I speak about mental health freely. Um, 
And I think in the beginning, it was it was scary because there are just so many variables. And with the way I work, I need concrete details. I need structure. And there was none of that. I didn't know what was happening. I got, you know, laid off from my my daytime job. And I'm like, what mm. what happens next? And so I, I had to sit down with my husband and we were like, we need to find the silver lining in this. You know, mm-hmm. what's, what is this going to help us do? And in fact, we have been able to catch up on so many creative projects and start another business and start, you know, moving forward with different things that we ha- normally haven't been able to do. So really, I think this pandemic is a blessing in disguise. Um, and like going back to what I said before, finding balance, again, in the beginning was so difficult for me to to really get that motivation to start. I didn't know where to start. Mm. There's just so many things going on. And I had to really like sit down and think to myself, you know, I had to create a list, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, what am I going to do next? What's going to make me happy next? So I really started with things that make me happy. I started practicing with different materials. I started venturing into resin work and plastic. Um, I started working with wood and cutting wood. And we're now making wood products, which is something I've never done before. Um, so really, this this pandemic has given me the opportunity to try out different things. And that way I can start, you know, incorporating them into my general practice. You, that's, that's awesome. And uh, I, by the way, I'm obsessed with your Instagram page, Hicks squared. Thank you. It's so, <laughs> Oh my God. I'm, I'm hungry for another post, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> One's coming up soon. <laughs> I'm hungry for it. If, it, yeah, if people need to follow it, you guys are literally, they've got a do, DIY page and it's gorgeous. And you get to see how they kind of like recreated their bedroom and painted it up and their bedding. It's like, it gives you so many ideas to create and also that you can create right now that you, with, with the things yes. that you have. Yes. And I, I want to make it very clear to everyone that these are things that we had at home. These are not things that we go out and cr- like, you know, because spending is so difficult right now where none of us are working. So we really, our goal is to like make something out of nothing, make magic really. Mm. Um, so we use things that we have at hand. And sometimes it's just about finding things, you know, on the street or like leftover something, you know, we get lucky enough to find a pallet on a corner and we're like, what can we make out of this wooden pallet? And boom, we make a bed, you know, or a table or something like that. So really it's just making magic out of what you have. That is inspiring. Uh, so what advice do you have for someone who is just trying to get started on their new routine list right now? Um, what advice do I have, man, where to start? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And and that's, you know, that's, that's huge right now. I mean, you you talked about mental health and I, you know, I also have a mental health background as well. And one of the biggest, uh, buffers when it comes to anxiety, which a lot of people are dealing with right now in the nation, um, is to have a routine, right? We know that routines help. Like we know it's imperative. Yes, it's imperative. We know that it's healing. It it serves as, um, as a huge buffer and the likelihood that somebody will 
will come out of a, 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 an event, you know, more well adjusted. I mean, it's the reason why, you know, even, you know, even during death, it's, it's like, well, I don't know what to do about, you know, the funeral arrangement or mm-hmm. fighting with my sister about property right now, but I know how to do the dishes and clean, right? It's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it's these things that we do. And right now I feel it, it seems that people who didn't have, who didn't need to create a home routine are suddenly needing to do it and don't know where to start because the pandemic yes. came and it's like, yes. Oh, I've got to do daily life in my life where I live. And, and, and yeah, uh, it's like, where the heck do you start? <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, my, my greatest advice, especially for right now um, is to start every morning with getting some vitamin D. I think that is the most important thing to start your routine with. And what I mean by that is going outside and just getting some sun. Um, As silly as that sounds, uh, I think a lot of us are living in fear right now and are afraid to just even go outside our homes. And the truth of the matter is, is we can still go outside, y'all. We can still get some sun. Mm. We can still enjoy the outdoors and our beautiful California weather. So I think that's, that's the start of every routine. I think every morning, you know, going outside, getting some sun, have your coffee outside, have your tea outside, do some stretching, do some yoga, your affirmations, and then get your day started. Um, And I think starting in the morning every day is important. It's incredibly important. You know, a lot of people right now are like, ah, we don't need to go to bed until 2 or 3 a.m. because we've got nothing going tomorrow. But if you go to bed at 2 or 3 a.m., you wake up at 12 noon the next day, half your day is gone. What the heck are you going to do? Right. So so I think it's it's important to, like, set a schedule for yourself. I need to be in bed by 11 so I can get up at 8 and get my mm. day started. And really, I think that's the base of everything, just giving yourself that morning time and the proper sleep time and that vitamin D. Wow. I, wow. I love that you said that because it's something that everybody can do, right? The vitamin D, yes. getting out in the sun, it doesn't cost anything. It's available to you. The exactly. only thing that you sacrifice is your fear. And let me tell you the benefit of sacrificing your fear is that you get over your fear. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It Go only outside. takes one step outside, one step outside. And I can tell you that fear will melt away right with that warm sun. Yes. And I, and I love that you talked about the morning of, of like getting up anyway, because there, there was a life before this that people were living or they were going into work at 9am or 8am or getting up early. And then suddenly that stopped. Right. So set the alarm anyway. Right. So it's about like, get up, get up anyway, do what you would have done because that is what kind of kept you healthy. And suddenly like exactly. that doesn't just go out the window because, you know, we are in quarantine and the quarantine is not going to last forever. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I, I think we need to train our minds that we're still working. You know, it, if we tell ourselves we're not working anymore, then we're going to start falling into this, this depression really. So, and this is what happened to me in the first few weeks too. I I kept on telling myself, well, I don't have work tomorrow. And I started getting depressed. I started getting sad. Like, what do I have to look forward to the next day? And then I realized what works for me is telling myself, I still have work the next day. So I get up in the morning, getting ready for work. I take my shower, I get my coffee, I have my breakfast, I do my makeup. I'm getting ready for my work day. And my work day is, it, it 
consists of being creative. And whether that be, you know, woodworking, making plastic, doing makeup, or even doing like a, a, a Skillshare class, like you need to tell your brain and your body that you still have work the next day. Oh my gosh, this is so inspiring. I'm getting chills right now. Oh, friend. (laughs) Seriously. And it's always magical with you. That's a huge word that's around you every time I think about you. It's very magical. Everything is magical with you. And and I feel it, you know. And so we've got, you know, vitamin D, get get that sun in the morning, get outside, get up early in the morning, and and uh look forward to working the next day, telling yourself tomorrow I've got work, um, whatever that may be. Uh, because you create the work, you create that purpose. Um, and also this is really important. What you just said right now, which, which is a huge, like mind blowing thing, which is actually getting ready, like putting on makeup, getting dressed, you know, Mm -hmm. hygiene, like these things that like can actually change your mood. Like, you know, dressing as though you've got somewhere to go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Even if that that place is right in your front yard or your patio, you've got somewhere to go. You've got work to do. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I have a, um, tomorrow actually, I'm, I'm, uh, doing a a Zoom talk show because I had a talk show that was shot at a studio, you know, pre pandemic, uh, was one of those panel shows. And now we've moved everything, you know, to, to indoors now, you know, remotely. And, uh, and I'm all, I'm excited. Cause I get to, you know, get ready tomorrow. I get to put on some clothes, but it's like, wait a minute, I could be doing that right now. Now, yeah. I, now obviously I'm in my gym shorts right now, but, and in a t-shirt because, you know, this is how I would be anyway with, with you and Jen on zoom. Yes. But I could have gotten dressed and gotten, you know, gotten ready for this podcast. In fact, I might do that next time, next week when I, when I record my next episode, just because there, it's, it's a mental game, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of like tricking your mind, you know, you're, you're tricking it into believing you are doing something the next day, which you are, you know, and believing that you have nothing to do the next day is what is detrimental for most people. And, you know, staying in pajamas all day, albeit that is amazing, it feels great. Um, Sometimes at the end of the day, you find yourself kind of guilty, like I was unproductive, like what could have I done today? Mm. So sometimes the biggest step, and I think it it can be sometimes your only step is just getting ready for the day, taking a shower, putting some makeup on. And if that's all you do for the day, dope. And then do something different the next day after you get ready, maybe add a little walk in there or writing in your journal. It, it just takes little baby steps until yeah. you get to where you want. <clears throat> I love that. Love that. That, that, that really does create a successful mindset to know that you could check something off the list and give yourself permission that it's enough, that a baby step is, is enough. It's enough. And yes. yeah, we're, we're constantly programmed that, that more is always better. I mean, with the meals that we eat, with the work that we take on, with the productivity, it's always more, more, more is, is now the standard. And we realize that on a scale of one to 10, when you've been operating at a, at a 20, you, you start to think that that's normal. When <laughs> there is also this scale that is from one to 10 that you're allowed as a human being to run at. Exactly. Wow. Well, uh, speaking of things to look forward to and accomplishments, Nikki, I do want to switch gears a little bit. Heck yeah. Because, because I watched Beach World. 
thank you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I so appreciate you. <laughs> um, so tell everybody what Beach World is. So Beach World was, oh my gosh, a dream short film. Um, we actually got reached out to by an amazing crew um, to help or to help them with the makeup and special effects for a Stephen King dollar baby. And again, going back to what I said before, Stephen King is, is my inspiration. He's my second dad. So <laughs> when oh. I found out about this, I was like, how do I make this happen? I want to be in. And I was blessed with being involved with this film and blessed to be working with such an, an incredible crew. Um, this crew was actually uh, very different from what I've seen um, typically. <clears throat> where the entire crew was either a female or um, someone who is in the military or a veteran. So this, this uh, it promoted filmmakers that are in the military community, which I've never experienced before. And I really, I felt kind of, you know, dumb. I was like this, this, this whole community, there's a huge community that we we don't really look upon, which is crazy. Is is military? You know, they 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 want to make films just as much as every other person. So it was really incredible to to be able to have that you know opened up those doors opened up for me, and um, it was it was an absolutely incredible experience. It sounds like such a good energy on that set. Yes, yes, it was incredible. Very uh, familial. Crew. Oh, yes. <laughs> we like to work with family. Yes. Yes. And I consider all of us filmmakers a family. And when you're on set, it's it's more than just, you know, making money or getting to the next scene. It's really working with the people you love, making something you love. That's awesome. Um, where did you shoot it? Because it, it looked like it was in some, some secluded desert. Yeah. So we actually went to the sand dunes. Uh, I forget the name, uh, actually near the border of Mexico. So we, we drove near, and, and I kid you not, you can walk to the top of a sand dune and see Mexico from the other side. So we were nearly in Mexico. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, really crazy. You know, it was, it was freaking hot, but it was stunningly beautiful to walk up those, those dunes and, and look just over a sea of sand. It really was eye-opening. Like our, our world is so beautiful. No one would think that a desert is beautiful, but until you go out there, it's just, it's, it's really stunning. It's really, really cool. Yeah. The, the, it, the film, the quality of the film was great. Um, the acting was great. And of course the, the effects, the, the special effects on that, the blood, it was actually pretty gory. It was. It was. <laughs> there is, I mean, that actress, man, that, that lead girl, but she started, she started clean. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But by the end, I was like, no, they, they, they ain't going to put more on her. She, she ain't going to get more roughed up, is she? Oh, my God. What? But wait, there's more. <laughs> I know. And I, I immediately was like, oh, chronic's effects. <laughs> Uh, yeah we're we're known for dousing people in blood that's our thing oh <laughs> uh, well Nikki, i am so incredibly proud of you oh um, thank you friend yeah and and beach world is huge you should be like so proud of yourself for being a part of that bringing that that film to life also 
uh, kind of living your dream, you know, in the Stephen King world. Yes. I mean, which is a huge example of really manifesting uh, like your entire life putting energy towards your intentions of the things that you want and literally living your dream. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow. Um, so Nikki, tell everybody like uh, where they can watch Beach World and uh, how they can find you. So Beach World is on YouTube now. So stop what you're doing, please, and go watch it. It's absolutely a fun watch. And it's a great way to see some of what uh, myself and my company do. Um, and you can just find that on YouTube. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at nix.hicks with an X M U A. And my prop company is Hicks H I X squared. And uh, our company chronics effects, our Instagram is just at chronics effects at chronics effects.com. Awesome. Nikki. And uh, anything, any projects that you are, uh, that you can share with everyone that you are currently, uh, working on or, or post-pandemic uh, goals that you've got? Yeah, so right now I am uh, actually working on a feature film that I am uh, getting the script breakdowns now that I'm so excited. It's going to be bloody gory fun. <laughs> I think wow, that's just about feature. as much I can say right now, but it's, it's going to be incredible. Um, I've got a few uh, Netflix things coming up after the, uh, I know, I know it's incredible after uh, the pandemic's over and things start opening up again. And I'm actually working on a horror script short film now. So I'm hopefully hoping that'll come into fruition once this is all over. Yeah. Mm, thank you, Nikki. You are an inspiration. Oh, Charles. And you you inspire me every great- day. Oh, no, let me tell you, like, I needed this positive energy today. And there's so many other people who are, you know, on that frequency or need a little pick me up or just a reminder that that what they're doing is enough uh, is is a really, really huge message. Uh, But thank you for giving us that gift today and a list of things that people could do every day to build a routine in their life uh, and to make this uh, this quarantine time a little bit brighter. Also, thank you for being my friend. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm so thankful for you, and I appreciate you. Uh, and I'm so I'm honored to be that. on here, too. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you know, thank, no, thank you. You're, thank you. We're, you know, we're, all, we're all building things that we want to do right now, and, and, uh, and thank you for that. And I know that beyond this podcast episode, uh, our Zoom calls, oh my gosh. our friendship continues, and I'm excited. Yes, I, I seriously look forward to those every day. It's a decompression decompression of feelings and we just open up to each other and you don't find that a lot so it's absolutely incredible (laughs) well thank you so much my friend you have a blessed you too blessed bye blessed Thanks for listening to the Uncaged Mindset Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. You are enough.